Welcome back to Yang Daily. I'll be your host, Alex Cheney, bringing you all the Yang news you need to live your life right. Another special episode, I think you can guess the topic. I was prepared to urge patience in this episode, as the election process will technically take quite some time to play out. First choice in-person votes are counted tonight, then the full RCV results for in-person votes are on June 29th, then the mail-in votes included for a final result on July 12th. But as most of you know, unfortunately, we do not have to wait. The first choice votes have painted a clear picture for our own campaign. Adams received 31% of the votes, Garcia and Wiley both got 21%, and Yang received 12%. There is no sugarcoating it, we got crushed. The disparity being as large as it is, Andrew has officially conceded. I can't say that I'm shocked we lost, considering how the polling was trending these last couple of months. What did shock me was the volatility, and that Adams ended up winning, and by such a margin. Granted, it's still possible Garcia or Wiley could pass him, though unlikely. I'm just appalled that such a clearly corrupt candidate beat out a lot of decent candidates, not to mention a great one. It really does underscore just how little information most voters operate on, thanks in large part to incredibly biased media coverage. I think there was more time spent on the definition of a bodega than there was on Adams' countless instances of campaign finance violation, outright lies, attacks on democracy, labeling all criticism as racism, and endorsement of abhorrent policy put together. And he demonstrated his criminal nature even on election day. Matt documented multiple instances of the Adams campaign violating election law by positioning Adams campaign promotional ads where law strictly forbids it on election day. Posters in polling places, trucks parked just outside, right across from city signs saying no electioneering within 100 feet of the polling site, campaign brochures in the voting booths, and more. Will there be any consequence? Adams has the confidence of a corrupt cop that there will not be, and I suspect he's right, though I'll certainly be pressing the election board for answers. As you can tell, I'm more upset that the embodiment of corruption won than I am that we lost. I'd much prefer Garcia or Wiley to Adams, as much as they've leaned into misinformation in their own campaigns. As for us, it's a setback for sure. It would have been enormous to have a pragmatic progressive running New York City to put Yang in a better position to run for president again, to elevate and demonstrate his policies, and to benefit the people of New York City. And I'm going to be sad and angry tonight. We all have a right to be, as we have all been wronged. But I will not give up on the movement because we have lost a battle. That is exactly what people like Adams want. All that's needed for corruption to thrive is for good people to do nothing. I'm going to get up tomorrow and get back to advocating for UBI, universal health care, better news media, a more representative democracy, and the other reforms that we know this country needs, because if we don't do it, it doesn't get done. And I refuse to live in that world. It's not over for Yang either. Some of the greatest politicians in history rose to power after glaring defeats. He can run again, or he can pursue our shared goals in other ways. Winning isn't everything. Even in defeat, Yang's political campaigns have done more to change the world than most politicians accomplish through success. We've popularized UBI, we've helped establish the largest unconditional cash relief in history, and America's first basic income for parents. We've converted dozens of powerful legislators and organizations to our cause. We've inspired dozens of new basic income pilots in cities across the world. We've helped change the conversation about what human life should be about. 
Perhaps more could have been done with electoral success, but to call all of that a failure would be absurd. Progress is what we seek, and we are achieving it. Never lose sight of that. Finally, I want to give thanks to all the amazing volunteers, especially those in our own audience, who worked their butts off trying to win this thing. Special shout out to Nick Rivera, who made almost 5,000 calls this campaign, and to Heidi, who spent 12 hours on almost 1,000 calls just today. We may not have gotten the outcome we were seeking, but that work was not for nothing. A lot of people found their way to the Humanity First movement through this campaign. We broke the donor record. We developed a lot of political allies. We learned more about the faults in our system and gained more experience at advocacy, which will inform our future efforts. We'll be heading into our fights for a humanitarian society stronger than ever. And hopefully, someday in the future, we'll also be the ones who bring Andrew and his policies to a long-sought and hard-fought victory. Until tomorrow, take care and hang in there, gang. Hashtag whatever it's cool.